Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge? Let's just Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 97, baby. 97. We are in the house, and uh, we are super excited to be able to have you guys on here and be able to talk to you guys, honestly. It is a truly an honor and a privilege to come at you every single week of the Success Edge podcast and to bring you relevant stories, relevant information, relevant resources, and uh, honestly, relevant people. How about that? They're actually out there in the marketplace kicking butt, taking names, especially kicking Satan's butt and taking names and succeeding God's way in the marketplace. And this is why I have a returning guest for you guys. Yes, a returning guest. And quite honestly, I probably talk about this guest more frequently in multiple different episodes uh, than I have probably talked about other guests. Uh, That is Mr. Chris Patton. Uh, Chris is obviously, you can find his original interview that I did with him back at episode 53, and I'll have that in the show notes. But I did an interview with Chris back in 2014, and it just blew me away. Chris's story and Chris's way of doing business uh, through the kingdom is awesome. And I would highly recommend you guys going back and listening to that episode, episode 53. So I have that in the show notes. But Chris is on a new journey. Chris is actually changing gears a little bit, and uh, he's going to tell you guys a little bit about that. So I'm excited to be able to have him. But what I, one thing I wanted to do, I've mentioned this like two or three times, uh, actually in the last couple episodes, is that this right here. If you've ever thought about podcasting, I'm offering my services for that. I'd like to have a brief 15-minute conversation with you to make sure that we're on the same page and that we're right for each other, and that's no cost to you. But then if we decide to move forward, we'll have individual sessions, an hour long, spread out through multiple weeks, probably maximum six, and they'll be about a hundred bucks a piece. And if your budget doesn't exactly fit with that, let's still have the conversation anyway, and we can determine what might work. But let's kind of at least set the bar at that a hundred bucks, and we'll go from there. The last thing, guys, I'll mention before we jump into Chris's interview is this right here: is here are the success edge. We're all about Jesus and success in the marketplace. We want you to be as successful as you possibly can. So I would ask you if this is your first time tuning in. Um, or this is your 20th time listening or whatever it is, I'd ask you to do a couple things. One is obviously subscribe if this is your first time. Number two, leave me a rating and review. All right. The other thing I would ask you to do is please share this. Share this actual message that we have out there for the Marketplace Christian to your friends. And I know you can actually post it on Facebook or actually retweet this or, you know, but is there something about sending a direct message or a direct email to somebody with the actual link in there and sharing that. There's just something about that, guys, because this message of Jesus and success in the marketplace is relevant because we have relevant stories. We have relevant people that are on here. So, Successes Community, I'm excited about this. Let's jump into Chris's interview, and we'll catch you guys on the other side. So, what's going on, Successes listeners? Tyler McCart. Yep. I'm bringing somebody back. 
I always bring the best back, okay? Everybody's the best on my show, but, you know, there's some people that are a little bit specialer, all right? And Mr. Chris Patton uh, is obviously one of those. And uh, Chris and I, obviously, on our on episode 53, guys, if you do want to go back and get the full snapshot of who Chris Patton is, go back, episode 53, listen to it. You'll get all the... <laughs> How to say it, um, all the failure moments that Chris talked about on there, all the frustration moments, all his aha moments that he had, you know, everything on there. But today, today, what we're going to talk about is almost looking over the edge or looking to the horizon of where Chris is going. All right. And I want to kind of set this up for you guys. So, you know, Chris has been, you know, blogging. On his website, you know, which is, let me go back down to it. Hang on, let me scroll down, which is obviously, you know, Christian faith at work, right? He's been blogging on there for the last four years, right, Chris? Am I right? That's right. Four years, Tom. Four years, okay. And, but he's been the CEO of Mike Patton Auto, okay? He's basically had three car dealerships that he's, you know, running and so forth like that. And, you know, he knew that there was a season in his life coming where that, you know, he was going to make a change and he was trying to bring in a COO, right? And as he finally found that COO back in what, December, Chris? That's right. Okay. Then all of a sudden some things started freeing up, all right? Called T I M E. That all precious commodity <laughs> that we all need to have. But because you know, what I wanted to hear, guys, is that his blog. He's had that for four years, and you know he ha- he's been doing that very consistently out there for a number of years, not taking a dime from it, not making really any money from it. Um, but he's created a following. He has about you know about fifteen hundred subscribers to his blog, and he has anywhere in a given month about four to five thousand unique visits to his blog. And he's getting ready to what it. What we're going to talk about today is a new chapter, a new, you know, what's out there on the horizon for Chris. And, you know, the reason why I wanted to bring this to you guys, my audience, the SEC, is because this could be you. This could be where you're transitioning or this could be where you're at in your job and you're sitting there going, you know, man, I've got something inside of me. And, you know, I'm just I'm kind of starting this, but, you know, I, I, I want it to happen now. Well, Maybe you might need to wait four years. <laughs> Maybe he might need to wait longer or shorter than that. Who knows? But anyway, I just had to settle that up to, to, to get everything in place. But Chris, first and foremost, welcome back to the show. Man, Tyler, I appreciate it. I am so excited to be here. I appreciate you giving me another opportunity to come on and uh, experience the success edge. This is really cool. Absolutely. Well, Chris, you know, kind of fill in the blanks. For our listeners, you know, based on what I just kind of went over with them, but kind of fill in the blanks and kind of put a little more color to it, if you could. Sure. Sounds good. Uh, I think we talked last time <clears throat> that the the blog that I've been doing for four years now, ChristianFaithAtWork.com, uh, really started out of a hobby. Uh, in fact, it was a hobby that my wife said I needed to have. She said, you got to have a hobby. You're, you're either focused on work or you're a zombie or whatever. And, and she said, you need something to take your attention off of it. So the short version is <clears throat> basically I prayed about it. I started looking at what are some things I'm interested in. 
a blog had come up as an idea. And when I realized that I could, I had such a deep well of experience, good and bad, in trying to run a business as a Christian ministry, uh, I realized I could just write about that. And I'm not a writer or never have been in my mind. So I just started typing it up frankly thought it was going to be a diary online that my mother would look at every once in a while. And that'd be it. And, uh, I, I Wait, that, figured, that right there is pretty funny, Chris. Yeah. I mean, well, I, that's what I thought. I honestly thought, you know, she'll get on and say, you're great, honey, you're doing a fantastic job. And that would be the end of it. Well, it, it kind of took off, not in any kind of big revenue generating way or, uh, or really in a worldly way, but within months I had, and I mentioned this last time, but I had a contact from a pastor asking me to teach marketplace ministry in his church. And when I asked him where that was located, he told me it was in Chandigarh, India. And uh, that started a process where we were doing Skyping. I'm sitting in Georgia in my office. He's in India, and I'm teaching people in his home church about marketplace ministry. And never would I have guessed that. So, it kind of started to snowball. The more uh, responses I got, the more I dug in. And, and like you said, it's been four years now. And I've just been, I don't know, I guess I've been faithful to continue to put the post out there two or three per week. And, and it's been slow. You know, there's not been huge growth. I've, like you said, I, I think on my ad money for this blog in four years, I've made almost $300. And, uh, and, and that's that just, in it, baby. I mean, yeah, I know, it right there. I know. In it. it's huge. And fortunately it's cost me a good bit more to keep the site up and do those kind of things, which you're familiar with. But, uh, <clears throat> I made the decision that it, to me, this was a ministry. I have a job. I've got a business that I operate to the best of my ability in a way that will point people to God. It's uh, like you mentioned, it's a car dealership group. Uh, and that is my full-time job. That's where my focus is. But to be able to put these experiences and these victories and challenges and everything out there to others and encourage them to educate them on what I've learned, that has been tremendously fulfilling. And, and I've gotten a lot of good response. Like you said, I'm getting four or 5,000 unique visitors a month and, and uh, some subscribers. And so anyway, I, I joined a mastermind group at the beginning of this year. And uh, in that group, uh, the idea is... We start looking out to our, our future three- to five-year picture and what is it going to look like and what do we want it to look like, which therefore drives what we start doing now. And that the timing of joining that group coincided with the hiring of the COO that you mentioned. And, and so basically what started going on in my brain and more in my heart, I guess, is God showing me that really there's no limit in front of me as to what I could be doing over the next three to five years. And as he starts putting more and more ideas and, and um, passions into my heart about business as ministry. And every time I sit in front of somebody like yourself or, or even more so others that have never thought of it that way. And I teach them or show them what I've done or what God's done through us. It excites me. I mean, it's just something that, you know, it, it you know, when you find something that drives you, that you want to stick with it. And so that's something that really drives me. So as I started looking more and more to what that would look like, the first step was was redesigning and redoing the blog site and website. So we've, we've uh, got that, and uh, we should be launching that. So you'll be able to see a brand-new 
website with uh, quite a few new options. Um, you know, I've got a page out there for speaking engagements. Um, had a couple leading up to this point, but I've never really publicized that I'm open to that. Um, I've got options for some coaching one-on-one, which I will keep limited because, I, like I said, I still have a full-time job and a family, but I will have some of that. Um, but also writing. I'm doing some uh, month, uh, quarterly articles for a 210 magazine that uh, is Christian business magazine, and uh, I'm opening up to other possible writing projects. So really just putting it out there, Tyler, to say, hey, first of all, God, what do you want to happen, I'm kind of casting a wide net and trusting that he's going to kind of show me where the path lies that that uh, will bring the greatest results, and those results being people pointing to him. Wow. Oh, I love it, Chris. I mean, Chris, the, the cool thing is, is that you recognize that there is a need out there for, you know, marketplace ministry. You saw that four years ago, all right, and you started blogging about it. And then now the demand, you know, or that, you know, you're starting to get some of those opportunities and you see just this, you know, the door opening for that. You know, I I think it's I think it's interesting. You say you said I, I always I mean, one of the things I've always done, you know, in a lot of my episodes is, you know, I do refer back to your interview. Okay. Um, uh, quite a bit uh, because of how you've used your business as a tool to promote the gospel. I, I, I still can't get out of my mind of the visual of the silhouettes. Right. You know, how many silhouettes are, you know, do we got? Okay. And yeah. if you don't know what that is, SEC, go back to episode 53, <laughs> episode 53 baby, and <laughs> listen to it. Okay. Um, but, you know, Chris, you know, talk, I guess one thing I want to hear from you is what you said something interesting that, you know, you're sitting across from somebody and they never thought about utilizing their business as sure. a ministry. Kind of talk a little bit about that. I, I'm, I'm well, interested to hear a little more about that right there. I'll start with me, Tyler. Uh, you know, it's 10 years ago. No. Wow. It's been 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Um, I had been on a spiritual revival within myself for a couple of years. I was digging into the Bible. I was really fired up. God was pouring into me. Um, won't go into all the detail, take too much time, but basically I was on a high and I was learning. And I started to realize that I, that God didn't just want a section of my life. He didn't want Sundays and maybe Wednesday nights at church. He didn't want a tithe of my time. He wants everything of mine. He wants my whole heart. You know, the the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. So when I started recognizing that, I thought I had to quit work, quit my job because it took too much time and go into some kind of a, a volunteer slash ministry. I knew that I was not so-and-so, I guess you would say, quote-unquote, called to go work at a church as ministry. Um, that just had, there was no appeal in that for me. There was no draw there. I just knew that was not it. And, and I think so many Christians believe when they get fired up, they think, well, either I've got to go work in a church ministry or I've got to forsake God and stay in business. 
And I thought that. I mean, it literally was foreign to me to think about combining the two. So I grew up, the best way I can describe it is my dad always taught me, you do not mix business with politics, religion, or SEC football. You do (laughs) not mix the two. And so I had to keep them separate. So I literally tried to walk away from my family business where I'm the oldest of three and thought I had to go find some way to do ministry. And I didn't have a clue how I was going to provide for that. Fast forward, I figure out, God shows me through a series of events, what it means to simply live out your faith in your business. If you're a, if you are an employee living out your faith in a way in the workplace every day that points people to him. But if you're a business owner, To me, the parable of the talents came up, and I began to realize God has placed this business in my my stewardship for a period because he owns everything. I'm the steward of this business for a time. Therefore, I have to invest it in in a way that brings a return so that when he comes back and holds me accountable to that, I've got a return to show him. And I'm one of the servants in the parable of the talents. Well, the only thing he doesn't have, souls. So I've got to add silhouettes or souls to pointing people to him and impacting them for eternity. So when I sit in front of another business owner or business leader of any sort um, and and I recognize in their their eyes that what I've started to say or what I've mentioned in, in passing is foreign to them, then I do my best if we have the time to stop and say, let me ask you a couple questions. And I just go in and and start laying the groundwork to get them to see what it took me so many years to see. Mm. My blog is all about, one, either talking to owners that have never gotten that before, and now I can hopefully convince them, your business is God's, you don't really own it. Yep. Now what are you going to do to be a steward of it while he has it in your hands? And then for those that have figured that out, try to teach them how to do it, because it's not the easiest thing in the world. It, there is a challenge every day between worldly success and God's success. And, you know, for me, I boil success down, other than the silhouettes, I boil success down to two words, and that's well done. At the end of the talent, parable of the talents, I like that one. I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. And if my actions today in business, in the community, wherever I am, lead me to hear, well done at the end, I'm successful. The world may not think so because I don't have as much money or because I haven't accomplished what the world thinks is successful. But for me, that is success. So, so with, with this, you know, this thing inside of you, um, Chris, and you're trying to, you know, you, you knew that God was bringing you to this point today we're talking today. Okay. okay. All right. Let's actually, let's go back to the COO. All right. So the COO, you know, you finally hire that person, you know, were, did you, were you just, you know, were you praying about it? I mean, did you start to <laughs> see that this thing, I mean, I knew you were praying about the CEO, but I mean, right. the leading out of, okay, what else? I mean, I need to update the blog, the blog. I need to, you know, the speaking thing. I mean, was that, was there some things that God was talking to you in a specific time or was it over a course of time? Yeah. You know, those, those types of things that were happening. 
Sure. Well, first of all, the reason I went to hire a COO is because in a C12 group that I was a member of, the chairman, the moderator, whatever, uh, in a meeting with me one-on-one in my office, proceeded to tell me that I'm not that good at my job. And there's a lot more to it than that. But wow. It was in love, and he, and, he, and he was dead on. He was right. I'm not the guy that's the best at the details of the day-to-day operation. Um, and it was showing in the results of my business. And he said, get off your rear end and hire somebody to do the job that you're not as good at, and God will show you what you need to be doing after that. Phenomenal advice. Wow. I mean, Chris, what, what were you thinking? I mean, at that time, at that moment, what, what was going through your brain? First thing I thought was, dang, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I'm not that bad. And, and, it, and it wasn't that bad. But, but when, you're a, when you're a follower of Christ, your, your standards should be higher. And when, when the two of us were looking at my job and the results, it fell below the standard. And he was absolutely the, a best friend of mine to stop and look me in the eye and say, you're just not that good at it. And it was, you know, it was mind-blowing for me. And like I said, initially I thought, wow, that's rough. And then instantly I thought, you know, he's right. So what am I going to do about it? Well, it took me two years to find the COO. And it was a long process. And I say that only because I want to encourage anybody out there in your audience Things don't always happen as quickly as you think. You know, you think, well, God's clearly put this guy in front of me. He's got godly wisdom. He's saying, go hire somebody. Well, that should take 30 days. Wrong. It might, but it might take two years. And it might take three different misses before you get the guy that's the right guy. So anyway, that is an encouragement there. But so once we hired him, uh, then kind of at the same time I joined this group and the group, the purpose for me was to get in a group of guys that would do the same thing to me. Look me in the eye and say, you need to do this or and you this need to do that. this is the mastermind. That's correct. That's the master. Okay. Continue. That's right. I apologize. I just want to make yeah, sure that, that, that was the group. Okay. Exactly. So mastermind group and, and, you know, that's a monthly, uh, accountability meeting and, and quarterly face to face and, you know, great group of guys, um, similar place in life and, and so forth. But they're ones that can look me in the eye and say, Chris, you are, you know, for example, your blog, your content's great, but your site is just dated. It's, it's not cutting edge. It's not going to draw people. And if you're going to per- portray ministry and say that you've got these high standards, then why is it so out of date. Why are you not pushing that forward? Wow. Again, again, you got called out on the carpet. I mean, like, Absolutely. like you're, I mean, and, and here's the thing that, I mean, golly, I gotta, I gotta find this verse in Proverbs that it says the bruises of a friend are, man, where's that in Proverbs, Chris? All right. I'm gonna find this. You keep right. going, Chris. Okay. I apologize. So I think part of what you're, you're after there and I'll let, let you find it, but We've got to put ourselves in positions where we can be called onto the mat. We cannot play it safe, stay out of accountability relationships out of fear that we're going to be, you know, hit between the eyes. And so I love this group for what they've done and they've pushed me. But like you mentioned, it's not, I'm not relying on this group. I am praying consistently that God will show me just the next step. I don't need to know the whole plan. Sure, I want to, 
I'd love to have him lay it out for me and show me all the pitfalls. But frankly, if he had done that over the last 10 years, there's some things I would have held back on because I would have skipped them if I had known how hard they were going to be. So um, basically over the last eight, nine months, I've been praying, seeking the the advice and counsel, not just of this group, but others, and uh, just trying to figure out what God has out there. And the passion that drives me is leading and, and teaching and showing other business owners that the world needs Jesus and our part in bringing that, uh, bringing them to him is doing it through our business. These are people that will most likely never step, set foot in a church. I don't know the numbers, actual numbers, but you know, you read some studies that say 65% uh, of those in the workplace will never set foot in a church. But if they can hear about Christ in the business, in their somewhat their home territory, instead of having to walk into a church where they're uncomfortable, then wow, they're a lot more likely to listen and, and act out. Found the verse, Chris, finally. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a little while about that verse. That's all right. But man, I, but, but Chris, just kind of going back, though, you know, to what you're saying is, is that, you know, I, a couple things I want to take out of what you said is one is you had someone, you allowed somebody to speak into your life, some hard truth. Yes. Okay? And you didn't take offense to it. Right. Because obviously offense is, you know, can be easily a, the seed of the enemy to burst strife, you know? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and, and then I, I hear, you know, that you decided to, you know, take your game to another level. Okay. With, you know, hiring somebody that was going to be better than you, you know, which sure. is fine. I mean, that's totally fine. I mean, Hey, if you're going to pay me so much money to do a job, you know, uh, I'd rather have someone better at it than me. Yep. Um, and then, and the other thing that I hear, hear you saying is that the time, Chris, okay. You, you didn't allow, because I think sometimes in, in our lives, and actually I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a podcast of this and, you know, Chris, you can do a blog about this, but you know, are you, dis, are you delusion, disillusioned by success? Right. I mean, cause mm-hmm. you, you, you have this expectation that success is going to be a certain thing or a certain way it's going to happen for you. You get this in your mind only to be let down. And then all of a sudden you just kind of oh, fold up, the tent and move on. I'm not going to be doing this, but here you were two years of searching for the COO. Okay. Trying to find the right person. Right. And allowing God to lead that because I remember there was one that you, you know, we were emailing back and forth. You said, maybe I might have the person, you know, and that one kind of fell through. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you were pretty gun ho about that guy too. I was, I was very, and then, um, and then here you are, after your, you know, uh, mastermind group kind of says, Hey, you know, your content's awesome, but man, you know, the website, the delivery of this is subpar, right. You know, and you know, seven or eight months, you're still working at it. You didn't like just automatically saying, okay, tomorrow I'm redoing my website and you know, I'm upgrading everything and so forth. (laughs) But no, I mean, I, I think it's a good point. Because you didn't just sit there and, you know, turn on a dime, which that's okay. 
You know, I mean, I want my I want my listeners to hear that. This okay. Well, let me let me throw one little yeah, please. Eric, that'll help even make it make your point more so. And that is that meeting came in January or February, and in March I started the redesign process. And I went with a uh, an organization and a, a, a guy that was a believer, great guy, and he had some things happen uh, personally, and I was uh, not able to get the results in the time that we needed. And frankly, we ended up parting ways on good terms, and I had to start from scratch with another company to redesign this website. Mm. So, Wow. I'm beginning to think I'm really, really slow at everything. <laughs> but but the, I think the point I think others can learn from is sometimes it's going to take longer. Not only that, sometimes the first try is not going to succeed. The second may not. The third, this COO is the fourth effort at that position before we finally found the right fit. Hmm. The web design I had in my plans back in February, I had my annual goals laid out and my website was going to be up at the end of March and I was going to be seeing the new uh, opportunities already happening. Well, now we're in, you know, at the end of the year and it's just now getting up. Hmm. So sometimes it takes a lot longer than you think, but God honors it if we're persevering, one. But number two, if you make sure, continue asking him, is this my the path, or am I seeing frustration here because I've strayed off the path and you want me going a different direction? Yeah, I mean that's uh, Chris. All right, I, I got to get this verse out that I found. All right, and we're gonna Please. come back. We're gonna come back to this to this thing right here because this is good. So um, it is actually uh, Proverbs chapter twenty twenty seven uh, five and six. Um, and I'll be reading this from what am I reading? King James, King James version it says open rebuke is better than secret love. And here's the verse. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. You know, and one of the things I, I remember, I either I tweeted it out one time or something like that. I said, you know, when was the last time a friend actually maybe, cut you or sure. gave you a little bruise. I mean, can you really even consider them a friend if they haven't ruffled your feathers lately? Iron right? sharpening iron. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's actually the other verse, right. Uh, that I have tagged as well on, my, on, on there as well as, you know, the, you know, 27, uh, 17 iron mm-hmm. sharpening iron, you know? Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I like that, Chris, that, that, you allow these men to kind of walk you through this process and, you know, and also the Holy spirit, because, you know, you kept checking in with the Holy spirit, you know, am I, am I on the right path? Am I doing this? And this, this is called faith. It's exactly right. It's called faith. I mean, that what you're seeing, what you're listening to SEC is, is faith at work. I mean, faith is working right now. Literally Chris, (laughs) no pun intended. Okay. Uh, but, the other thing, Chris, that I, that I wanted to point out to you, you know, is, is that you had, you know, the, this is the fourth time with the COO. It was, you know, this, you know, you know, the web designer thing just fell through and so forth. But you, you know, you stuck to your guns and so forth. And, you know, it's almost like I'm reminded of, you know, King David, 
how that King David had probably, you know, two or three, I believe, opportunities to kill Saul. Right. Right? Right. But he did not get frustrated with the process and allowed the Lord to work it out. He didn't shortcut it. He didn't shortcut it at all. Whereas you could have, you know, been gung-ho about, you know, one of the CEOs that you had can that was a candidate of, or, you know, this web design, whatever it was that you could have tried to shortcut it. I mean, you could have said, well, you know, flush this. I'm just going to go back to what I know and I'm going to do my own website, you know, and redesign it and so forth. And that'd been a frustrating thing for you. I guarantee you. (laughs) (laughs) But, but it's, there's just a, there's just something about where that you, you are hands off of, of what God's doing, you're constantly just checking with the Holy Spirit. Hey, is this the right? Is this the right direction? Am I going before, the right direction? Before it sounds like I've got that part figured out, please <laughs> know this: my fingerprints are all over the steering wheel. Okay, yeah. my foot, my foot is all over the brake and the uh, accelerator. So while he is driving, and I am doing my dead level best to allow him to drive, steer, and and set the pace, I'm also grabbing the wheel. At every opportunity, trying to hit the brakes or trying to hit the gas, I still struggle every day with that. So you're right in your characterization of this. As the time has gone on, I have remained enough off hands off to allow him to work through it. But I'm still, every morning I get up, type A personality, I want results. I want to make things happen. Absolutely. It's, that is a challenge. Yeah. That's a tough, tough part of this. Hey. Mono e mono right here, baby. I, I totally I get you. you. Know. I know you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I said this on an interview that um, I did actually with uh, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And I, it's like with just the personality and just the mindset sometimes that I, I've had in the past or that we all have had, we can see what letter Z looks like, Right. Okay, we can see that. And, man, I want to get to letter Z as fast as I possibly can. But, but I've got to go through, you know, G and H and I before I can get to Z. It's like I want to just jump all the way to Z with my mindset. And, you know, Chris, I I like that you're allowing this to – evolve. And, you know, I, I guess this is the first time, Chris, that you're publicly saying, hey, I, I'm, you know, via the internet, I guess, or maybe something that you're <laughs> saying, hey, I'm out there available for yeah. speaking engagements, coaching, yes. you know, is that correct? That's correct. That's yes. correct. And, and yes. uh, SEC, I bring you, baby. I yes. You. <laughs> Debut. Um, I have had some opportunities come up, um, which I've jumped on. Um, but I've not put it out there before. Uh, it's on the website now. You can see it there. Um, there's a speaking page, a, a coaching page, writing page, whatever. Um, but yeah, because my drive here and anything that I'll say this too, any revenue that comes in through that Christian faith at work at this point, uh, is all to ministry. All I'm doing is covering expense and everything else goes to, um, do God's work in some way, whether to India or to you know places around where I live. Um, that is not my income. It's not my job. There may be a day where 
God takes me out of the business and says, no, not only are you not good at that job, you're not good at any of it. And I'm going to pull you completely out. Um, but until then, that's my job. That's my, that's how I make a living. Um, this website is my ministry. So anything I do there is going to go to ministry. Um, but it's my feeling that the more business owners, um, that I can convince, uh, to approach their businesses this way or God's businesses and their stewardship of them in this way, then the more I can multiply my impact It's no different than, than Jesus is playing with the 12 disciples. He poured into 12 so they could go out and, and multiply and pour into, uh, you know, bunches and bunches and bunches. And it would, it would multiply out that way instead of just addition. And so this is my effort to do the same thing. And, and Chris, you know, if, um, I'm just on your website right now and I see, you know, we've got personal growth, leadership, uh, business practice, uh, ministry in action, uh, eternal perspective. These are topics or these are, you know, things that you would go out and talk about. That's correct. Know. Okay, cool. And, and, and then the coaching aspect, you know, wh- kind of where does that kind of fall in and how that, well, how I, would that work? That's a good question. Um, I think, because I'm going to, I'm going to have limited time to do that. I'm going to really be a, in a very narrow band. But what I'm hoping for is business owners that, that contact me, and I've had a, a good number of them through the site uh, to date. But contact me and say, "Listen, I'd like I'm coming through Georgia. I'd like to stop and pick your brain for a couple hours. Come on, you know." And I've done that in the past, um, just as they've come, but. Uh, what I'd like to see is more opportunities for that. And, and whether it's via Skype um, or just phone calls or whatever, well, I guess what I'm looking for are people that either say, you know, I've never heard of this business ministry. I'd like to know more about why you think this. And frankly, I'd like to hear you back it up with scripture because I think that's one way we need to test any kind of an idea like this. I'd like to, to talk with business owners or leaders that say, hey, I'm all in, but now what? How do I do this? You know, I'm in the, my company is a pallet company. How do I, how do I live out my faith in a pallet company? Or, you know, I work for the government in this area. How do I do that? So, you know, my expertise or my expertise, but my experience is going to come more from the business side versus government or education. But I'm, I'm basically willing to talk to anybody that, that wants to know a little bit more, uh, more practical or more, um, scripture support of, of why I think this way so that they can turn around and do the same thing. That's good. That's good. And, you know, Chris, I mean, I, here, here's what SEC, I endorse Chris. Okay. Thank you. Yes. I endorse Chris because whenever I first did my interview with him, uh, episode 53 again, you know, I was blown away. You know, I was blown away with all the different things that Chris had done with his business. And so yours truly, Tyler McCart, is telling you that 100% my stamp of approval <laughs> is on what Chris is doing. And, you know, if you are finding this, you know, episode, reach out to Chris, you know, uh, get him to come speak to your organization. Get him to sit down with you one on one via Skype, via you know, uh, over a you know Chick Fil A sandwich, whatever it is. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but 
Chris is definitely has the fruit on the tree. Okay, Chris. I mean, just just out of curiosity. I mean, I don't know if you you might know the numbers. I don't know. How do you know how many people per se has have gotten, you know, saved through you know through your business potentially? Or I have no idea. I, I'll tell you this. I get. I waffle on that, uh-huh. meaning I waffle on whether I'm even going to count that or not. Right. Um, I do get information or, or uh, statistics from our chaplain, and our chaplain comes through the business two days a week, uh, spends time with every employee every week. And uh, over the last several years, we've had eight people go to him and say, I want to accept Christ. Man, we've had a couple hundred say, I'm a Christian, but I want to recommit. I want to do something different. I'm, you know, And then we've had thousands of times where they've used him for phone calls, care visits, counseling, whatever the case. So that's the only thing that I see a, an actual measurement on. Yeah. You know, and my belief is, um, you know, I look at, I go back at Scripture, and the, the one time David did a census and got in some serious trouble over that, I, I kind of, like I said, I waffle between what I should count and what I shouldn't. So what I basically measure is one of my KPIs, key performance indicators as a CEO for this business, is total touches and for ministry. So it would be all the chaplain phone calls, all the uh, employee uh, involvement in Bible studies, all the uh, community members reached in a car wash we do for a community organization. But basically I just lump it all together and say, all right, we impacted 622 people last month in some sort of ministry. Or we impacted people 622 times, however you look at it. And I just try to drive that number up. Hmm. I'm going to let him, the big him, figure out how many actually come to him. And and he's going to use us to lead some. He's going to use us to just plant a seed in other cases. And I'm going to leave the rest up to him. Absolutely. He does the growing. That's right. Right? We just plant and water. That's it. So, man. Wow, Success Edge, this is great. Um, so obviously I'm going to have, uh, you know, the, the new website and everything, guys, actually in the show notes here. Um, you know, Chris, just kind of uh, wrapping down in our conversation, um, you know, just some closing thoughts. I mean, if, you know, I, about this, this whole entire journey that you've been on, I mean, Kind of give the listeners just some closing thoughts about that. Because, I mean, there's probably, I feel like that you've got something inside of you, Chris, that can speak to, you know, that person that, you know, is either, you know, kind of in that realm of thinking, man, I know God's got something inside of me. And I know he's got, you know, this marketplace ministry thing that he's doing. And I, it's just itching me. And, you know, I, or I'm either in the middle, you know, I'm just starting this. And, you know, I want to see success. I mean, talk talk to them real quick, quickly. Chris, because I feel like you got something in, in you to say about that. Have you ever watched a football video on YouTube where it may be a high school, college, pro football game, and there's a scrum and the, the ball's loose and somebody grabs the fumble and starts running to the end zone and their teammates are trying to communicate to them that they're going in the wrong direction? And in some cases, they can't communicate it, so they just tackle the guy before he scores a touchdown for the other team. I once felt like that because I did not realize I was going in the wrong direction. And the aha moment for me 
came when I recognized that pursuing that well done, hearing that from Jesus, pursuing the silhouettes that you can hear more about in in episode 53, that when that became the end zone I was headed toward, despite what the fans or team members or whatever were saying, and I knew exactly where I was headed, then a fire started really burning hot in me. So the first thing I would encourage the listeners to do is to make sure your definition of success, your end goal, what drives you is pointed toward God directly and that you're, you're in communication with him on what that looks like. Because once you hone in on that, man, the fire gets stoked. It's, it's amazing what can happen. I haven't felt this fired up prior to having the right goal the right end goal. The second part of it is make sure that fire's hot because it can take a long time to get there. I thought, gosh, I could count 10 times over the last 15 years where I could start the sentence. I thought it was going to take this long and it turned out to be a lot longer. You know, and sure, there are other times where I figured, man, that'll never happen and bang, it's in 60 days and he's he's done it because God is capable. But, the, the words I would give you, perseverance, focus on Him, and stay in communication with Him. And, you know, not only do we want to look at Z and try to get directly to Z from A, but the reason He doesn't take us there is not because He wants us to suffer or to just become more patient, but there are many things He's going to teach us between A and Z that once we hit Z, we will need for the next trip because... There are things always in front of that. That last one we just finished, there's going to be something else in front of it. And so recognize that he can teach you in those uh, those times, even when it seems like it's just taking forever. That's awesome. That's good. And I, <clears throat> I mean, I, I go back to, you know, persevere. You've got to hear, you've got to listen to him, you know, during, you know, it's persevering and listening to him. I mean, those to go hand in hand That's right. with what you're saying, Chris. And, you know, SEC, if, if you've got some kind of burning desire inside of you, you know, you've got to got to keep that fuel fueled with, you know, blogs like Chris puts out there, like uh, podcasts like how I have. I mean, I just found actually a new podcast, um, and I want to recommend it uh, here. It's actually the Gospel Driven Entrepreneur, uh, PJ Sim- uh, Simmons. Uh, I just found him actually yesterday, and uh, I've already started reaching out to him, but he's got some great content. Um, it's definitely all about entrepreneurs uh, out there, and Chris, definitely highly recommend you maybe reach out to PJ. Absolutely. Um, he's actually here in Atlanta, by the way. But, um, you know, guys, you know, how you keep that fire, like Chris was saying, blazing hot is, you know, you the mastermind group, you've got to have people around you. You've got to have things, people right. that are going to encourage you, you know, and see those, you know, places where that you can increase. You've, you know, you've got to be, you've got to fuel it. You've got to stay in the word. Yeah, we know that. But these other things that are around you are also things that are going to help you, you know, stay motivated. That's right. right. And stay, keep that fire and stay, you know, stay persevering through that time. Awesome. Chris, man, this has been good. This has been good. I really appreciate you coming back on and kind of just, uh, you know, kind of opening up a little bit and kind of sharing the process. Sure. Because, 
it's all, I mean, sometimes we don't get to hear about the process of, you know, things. And, you know, I'm excited for your new venture, you know, the new chapter that you're uh, heading out on. And, uh, man, I wish you all the best of success, my friend. Well, I appreciate that, Tyler. And I thank you for having me. Um, you've got a great thing going. Keep it up. And uh, for you listeners out there, um, reach out and tell somebody that you know about this podcast, not just this one, but about the success edge. Spread the word because otherwise um, it's a secret. You got so much good material on here that uh, I think a lot of people can benefit from. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities he's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.